What's up, Chiefs Keenum? You are tuned in to the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 150. Uh, this is the Chargers and Chiefs uh, recap show. Um, we got a special guest on today. Um, hope everybody's having a good Monday. Uh, we got a lot to get into. Let's talk Chiefs. Yeah. Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl, Miss Nicole. Queen okay. Hustle, baby. Uh-huh. Started from the Started bottom, now we here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to win him early, hear the truth. Uh-huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice. For Arrowhead Chiefs podcast, bringing all the news. Yes, if you miss the play, come back for reviews. Chris What's up, Chiefs Keenan? We are back. Arrowhead Chief Podcast 150, Chargers vs. Chiefs recap show. Got my guy Clarence in here. What's going on, Clarence? Clarence there? Oh, well. Um, well, we got a special guest today um, from Sports Illustrated, Matt Vetteram. How you doing, Matt? Doing well, man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. want to thank you for coming on to the show, man. I know you're a busy man, so thank you for coming on, man. Happy to do it. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Let's let's just get on into it. Chiefs win 31-17. Patrick Mahomes had one of his better games, uh, 32 for 42, 424 yards. Uh, Travis Kelsey was Travis Kelsey, uh, 12 catches, 179 yards and a touchdown. But the story is other guys contribute. MVS, you know, three catches, 80 yards. Rasheed Rice, you know, contributing with 60 yards and a touchdown. You know, Pacheco, he's doing his thing, you know, as far as catching and passing, uh, running. And then defense, you know, first half the defense was a little shaky, but they made the proper adjustments, came out in the second half, pretty much pitched a shutout. So um, Charles Aminiu, his return, he came in with some with a sack, um, pressure, um, had a tip ball for interception. Uh, and that was pretty much the story of the game, man. Um, Chiefs probably had one of their better games against the division uh, rival in the Chargers, and uh, it was good to see. Um, what is what are some of the things that you saw, Matt? I mean, look, I, I think the, the obvious is that Mahomes throws for over 400. He had over 300 in the first half. Kelsey, it, feel, it felt like Brendan Staley didn't know that Travis Kelsey was on the field until about the middle of the third <laughs> quarter when he decided to actually guard him. Right. Um, but – I thought the most important thing that came out of that game was the way they played defense in the second half. Like, everybody's going to get punched in the mouth in the NFL. This is the National Football League. This isn't Alabama playing Presbyterian. Like, you're going to get punched in the mouth sometimes. And it's a charge credit. They went tempo on the Chiefs. They, they, they trapped them in some personnel groupings. And they they lit them up in the first half of that game for 17 touch, or 17 points. But, like, it really moved the ball pretty easily. And the Chiefs, in the, in the last – 30 minutes of that football game defensively run the field five times. And the drive chart for the chargers was an interception, three and out, three and out, three and out interception game over. I mean, that's, that's championship football. And that's why to this point, I mean, they had five sacks from five different players, none of which are named Chris Jones. Uh, they had Herbert under pressure all game long. He was constantly harassed and they didn't blitz much. So, if you can play like that defensively and Mahomes and that offense get going, it's going to be a wrap most weeks. They're not going to be challenged very often. I thought this, the way they played defense the second half of that game 
told me what they're about on that side of the ball. Yeah, for sure. What are your thoughts, Clarence? Um, just just touching off of what Matt said, I mean, you know, that pressure is I'm, it's something we haven't seen here in a long time. I mean, like a really long time. And for a minute, you to come back with that much juice to, to get a, a, a swatted pass, get a sack, being able to work in tandem with Chris right next to him, like, it was completely impressive, man. The way they just squeezed the Chargers in that second half and just shut them out, like it just shows what what they are trending towards. And this is what you want to see, especially going into December and January. You want to see them playing some really good football. So these are great building blocks, man. Um, were you encouraged by the offense, man? Like, do you do you think that this could be sustainable? Yeah, I mean, oh, obviously they're not going to have 400 yards passing every week. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the biggest thing right now is Kelsey's gotten back to being Kelsey. Even when he came back at first, he wasn't really – you could tell in that Jacksonville game, he was like – he was back, but he wasn't truly back. Right. And it felt like he was kind of rounding at the form. He's back. His last two games, he has destroyed a couple of division rivals. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Mahomes – I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes. As, as – awkward as they've been offensively this year. He's on pace for 4,900 passing yards. Like, he's second in the league in passing yardage, and he's first in touchdown passes. I mean, despite throwing to nobody for a lot of this year. But I think the thing that really is changing the conversation with them right now is Rasheed Rice. If that kid continues to get better and better and better every week, I mean, right now he's on pace for 740 receiving yards. That would be the most they've ever had from a rookie receiver in in the Andy Reid era. More than Tyreek Hill had as a rookie. Like, that is is a development to me that if he can kind of do what Juju did for them last year and then add that that speed and that dimension to it, look, that's the difference maker. Because if you have him and Kelsey, everybody else falls in a line. And that's okay. MBS can be a third option and Hardman can be a fourth option and Tony can be kind of a gadget guy and you're fine. It was they were missing that other guy that they were like, all right, he's going to get open eight times a game. Mm-hmm. She is starting to become that. Mahomes is seeking him out. I think that's a huge, huge development for their offense. Um, with the addition of McCall Harmon, do you think that was a good addition? How did you feel about the trade when they came in? You know, look, I think it's one of those things like it's not overwhelming. I mean, McCall Hardman is not a player that you're going to go, oh, he's going to change the whole team. But – He's an upgrade. He's a better player than who they had. And in that game yesterday, you could sit there and look at the box score and go get one catch, six yards. It was an important catch. It was a third down catch in tight coverage. I'll be honest, I don't think that Mahomes would have thrown that ball to some of the other receivers on the team. He trusted him. He trusted him to go up and make a play on that ball. And they they convert and they keep the drive going. It was the next play. They score on a, on a touchdown to Pacheco. The other thing, of course, was the punt return. You know, I mean, Washington had done a pretty good job for him, but Washington doesn't have the explosiveness Hardman does. And yeah. Hardman split two chargers, made a guy miss, and went 50 yards and basically ended the game. Right. It's two plays in a game of, of more than 100 total plays, but they were two huge plays in the game. I mean, Hardman helped them salt that game away, whereas a couple of weeks ago, they wouldn't have had that guy. Right. So I don't think it's hugely always going to have 1,000 yards, but – he adds another element on this special team game, and he adds a player that Mahomes knows and trusts, and I think that's really important. 
Yeah, I agree. And I, I think he adds a speed element that we didn't yep. have on this team. Uh, MVS and Justin Watson, when he was healthy, even Kadarius Tony, they have more of a build-up speed to them. Um, I think McCall is just more just as soon as he goes off the line, it, 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 he's gone. So definitely was good to have him back. And like you said, he doesn't have a learning curve on this offense and he could just step right in and do his thing. So and he's great in special teams, too. So as you saw yesterday, he had that 50 yard return yeah. and yeah. iced the game pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. Um, now, this chief defense, you know, we all came into this season thinking that this Chiefs defense could be pretty good. Um, did you think that this defense could be this? I didn't think they could be a top three defense, which is what they are right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, along with the Niners and the Browns, I think are the best three defenses in the NFL. Um, and even those defenses have gotten, especially the Browns yesterday, like they've gotten torched. The Chiefs haven't gotten torched in any game they've played. I think the biggest strength the Chiefs have defensively is they don't have a weakness. There's nothing about them that you can target and go, we can do that to this team. We can just go after this guy. They have four corners who can all play. They have three safeties who can all play. When they're healthy, they have four linebackers who can all play. I mean, they just lost an all-pro-level linebacker, and the guy replacing him is as good as he is. Right. Like, Tranquil can just come in, and it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say out of disrespect to Nick Bolton, but, like, mm-hmm. Tranquil's a really good player. Mm-hmm. And then you have this front now with Amenahu and Dana and Carl Loftus and Jones and, and FAU. And you just look at it and it's like they got guys coming out of their ears, man. I mean, that, that game against the Chargers, Chargers couldn't block any of them. Mm-hmm. I and mean, they were just all in the backfield. Amenahu has a sack. He tips a ball up in the air in the red zone and gets picked off. He had a bunch of pressure. I mean, Charles Amenahu was a huge difference maker yesterday. So, like, I look at the Chiefs and, yeah, okay, look, when Bolton's healthy, he's an all-pro level type player. And Chris Jones, God knows, is. And Trent McDuffie. But, like, it's to me, it's the Willie Gaze of the defense. It's it's the Brian Cooks and the Justin Reeds of the defense. It is the Carl Loftus is like really good play, the Sneeds, really good players who maybe aren't gonna be all pros, but they're really good and they're not gonna get beat and they're going to win their snaps. And so look, I think right now, like you look at them and go, Yeah, look, maybe they don't have six all pros, you know, like the Niners, but like, but they have no weakness. Like the Niners, as great as they are defensively, you can throw on their corners. Mm-hmm. If you can block, you can throw on them. Now, the Eagles yep. are straight fired, but the Eagles, middle of the field, you can throw in the middle of the field against Philadelphia. None of that exists against Kansas City. Nothing's easy. You want to run it a little bit? Okay, they'll give you that. But they're not – like you're not going to just throw the ball on them. They have not given up a 300-yard passer this year. They have not given up 20 points uh, – by or more than 20 points in any game this year. They have held two teams under 100 yards passing. I mean, that, that's impossible in today's day and age. Yeah. Most guys have 100 yards passing after a quarter, certainly after a half. So their defense is lights out right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I thought they would be top 10. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see top three, <laughs> let alone yeah. top five. So, yeah, it's amazing. You give Mahomes my, my a top five defense, you know, watch out. So, um, Now, speaking of the defense, Chris Jones, you know, we all know, you know, they didn't get a deal done. Um, They had to settle for the one-year, you know, extension deal, whatever. Um, If he meets all or meet most of his incentives, do you think that they come back to the table after the the end of the season? Well, I think they're going to no matter what. Now, I don't know if they're going to deal done, but, look, the the Chiefs have some interesting – months ahead of him. And if I'm Brett Veach, I'm probably trying to work, not so much with Jones right now, because you went through that whole process, but like, 
Tranquil's free agent after this year. Gay's free agent after this year. Edwards is a free agent after this year. Sneed's a free agent after this year. Naughty, who's playing well right now, is a free agent after this year. Like, you gotta you gotta bring back some of those guys now. You gotta sign some of those guys right now so that you're not dealing with six guys hitting free agency in March. Now, listen, some of those guys, it takes two to tango. They might say, hey, look, I don't want to negotiate right now. I want to play the deal out, and that's fine. Um, but the two guys above all else are obviously Jones and Snead. Are you going to tag one of them? You probably will. And what now? Snead's a hell of a lot more inexpensive than Jones is. To right. tag Jones is a lot more expensive. But with all due respect to Jerry Snead, Jones is also a much better player and more packing. I still think, as ugly as that whole thing got, I still think they'll sign him. I just don't. I, you're going to let that guy walk. You're going to let that guy leave for a compensatory pick. Right. I just can't imagine. Brett Veach is an excellent general manager. I cannot imagine that they're going to let that guy walk out of the building. You know, Snead is great as he is. They have McDuffie. They've got Williams and Watson. They've been excellent at drafting corners. I can tell you that internally they love Chamari Connor. Like, they, they have other guys there. If you lose Jones, none of the rest of this works. So I, I think, they, yes, they'll go to the table. I still think they get something done. Jones loves being a Kansas City Chief. Right. Loves it. Like, I, I just don't think at 30 years old he's going to just walk out the door as long as the Chiefs give him a, a solid offer. And I think they're kind of compelled to. I mean, I, I just don't yeah. want they lose him for, what, a third-round pick? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they lost a little leverage. Once he came back, you know, after not having no training camp holding out, and he comes in and gets a sack, and he's playing some of his, still some of his best ball ever. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think Chiefs have to bring him back. You know what I'm saying? He makes that yeah. defense go. So, yeah. I mean, they've lost the game. Since he's yeah. been back, they've not lost the game. And yeah. they're playing. Look, I mean, in the other part of this, is too. Like, let's, uh, no, obviously, they may not. What did they win Super Bowl again this year? You're letting that guy walk out the door? Like you're trying to three feet, trying to be the first team to ever do it, and you're at least in the Super Bowl era, and you're gonna let that guy just see you. We're yeah. gonna try to do this now with 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 you know Derek Nottie and 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 Sean Wharton inside. Like I I just I don't know how you do that. What if, what if he left and he, and he signed with you know I don't know. What if he signed Buffalo? What if he signed Miami? You're gonna let that guy leave? It's crazy. You can't. I, so I I think as, as weird as this has been. I will say this. Sometimes it happens like that, and it's, it gets acrimonious, and it's bitter, and there's really no pr- – it never got like that. Right. There is really no bitter. Even talking to people behind the scenes, like there's no there's no hard feelings. So I do think at least that's a very good sign going forward. Yeah, it is. Um, now, to this receiving core. Now, going into this year, we all had high – most of us had high expectations with Sky Moore. I think some other people are not as high on Sky Moore, but some people, you know, he has a little bit of hype train going into this season. But for whatever reason, this year has not clicked to what everybody thought it was going to be. What have you seen as far as Sky Moore on the field? Is it because he's not getting open? Is it, you know, him and Mahomes just don't have the rapport? What have you seen? You know, man – I think it's it's a it's a lot of things. Um, with, with due respect to you know to Sky Moore, it just I think it's a combination of right now he's not the best route runner at times, and they don't have the right spacing. You see a lot of routes where they're bunched and jumbled together, and and that's not always on Sky Moore. Sometimes it can be somebody else's fault too. But uh, I don't think I think because of some of those issues, I don't think Mahomes trusts him, and. 
I, I was at the game where they, they played Denver, and there was a play in the first quarter, the first drive. Sky Moore is so open, it's almost impossible on the sideline. And if he throws the ball to him, it's a 30-yard gain. And Mahomes are going to look at him. Like, just, there was just, I'm not throwing you the ball. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm going somewhere else with it. I think a lot of it is just trust. I think a lot of it is he doesn't believe in him where he's going to be. Um, and it, look, when you're when you're Sky Moore, you've got to be able to be good at everything else. Like you're not a burner. You're not a, you're not Justin Ross's size. You need to be a really good route runner who has great hands, and you need to understand defensive concepts and use it against those teams. Like if you're not those things. You're done. You know, Rasheed Rice can get away with that every once in a while. You just body some guy and run him over. Like Sky Moore is not going to do that. So I, I, I think at this point, like Sky Moore to me, it is what it is. I, I don't, I don't think the team's given up on him. He was second in snaps yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But he's just not produced. And I think at this point, with Rice and Kelsey and now Hardman's back, like, they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Like, the train's leaving the station. They don't have time to sit here and try to develop Sky more for the next two months. Right, right. Um, speaking of the snap count, I noticed that Ross had more snaps than Tony. Yeah. Is that, is, is that the Chiefs telling us, like, yeah, we might be, you know, wrong on Tony? Or are they just trying to reserve him for the playoff run, maybe? I, I think that it's fair to say that Tony is at least falling out of favor a little bit here. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question. Um, he, he hasn't deserved to be on the field. I mean, right. let's just call it what it was. I also, I covered that game for SI that week one game and he was a mess. I mean, I, nothing against the man. He's the single biggest reason they lost that football game yeah. uh, without any question. And look, we all have our bad days in life. He had a bad night. I think the problem is it, after that game, like, what has he done? You know, and now, now the, the flip side with Kadarius Tony, he could single handedly win them a playoff game because he could just go nuts and they know that. Yeah. And so they've got to keep him engaged. But I think at this point, Tony's just not developed how they want. And again, it speaks to they went out and got Hardman back. Say so whatever you want about Hardman, they know him, they trust him. Justin Watson, for all the Chiefs fans were like, well, you know, what does he really do? I'll tell you what he does. He catches the ball. Like, Mahomes loves him. Just does. So when he comes back, he's ahead of him. Rasheed Rice is to the point, like, Rasheed Rice, your number one receiver. Right. That dude can just flat out play. That guy's getting the football. And MVS, for as slow of a start as he had, he has a track record. Like, MVS, pretty much every year, has six to 700 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. And you saw against against the, 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 the Chargers, like, he can still do it. So, I just think that right now they want guys that they trust. They trust Watson, trust MVS despite the slow start. They're trusting Rice more and more by day. Obviously, they trust Kelsey. It just leaves Tony in a spot where at some point there's just not that many snaps to go around. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the uh, trust for Ross will get an uptick? I think they just want to see what they have in him. I mean, that kid – look, one thing about him, he's got more size and speed than anybody else in that team. And that guy can jump through the gym. And – when you have a when you have a kid like that, you've got to find out a little bit more about him. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to find out. Hey, look, can he handle twenty five snaps a game? Can he handle certain routes? Can we can we design certain plays for him? Because he's the kind of dude you run on a post route and just say, hey man, if it's one on one, throw it. Mm-hmm. Like let him go up against some some five foot eleven safety. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Like mm-hmm. 
Ross is the like Rice is big, but Ross is that lanky. Like he can just he's like a basketball player. I mean that right. guy can just go up and get it. You know, there's certain guys you watch in the NBA where you're like, that dude's just different. He just elevates different than other guys. You know, Ross can be like that where physically he can just moss some guy in a way that I don't know that any other receiver on the Chiefs can. MVS is a big lanky guy, but he's not a leaper. Right. Ross can just go up with a guy. Go, I'm just going to beat you to the ball. I'm going to beat you to the catch point. And I think if you're the Chiefs, you got to find out what you have in him. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you saw that catch in the was it the Viking game? Yeah, you Vikings, made that big yeah. catch. Um, yeah, you, you want to see more of that. I, I would yeah. want to see more of that in the red zone. Um, but I, I understand how Andy works his system. He likes to slow play guys who are new to the system and, you know, so they can catch on a little bit, you know. So I get it, but I would like to see him more in the red zone. I think he would be a I great agree. addition in that red zone. So um, the trade deadline comes up um, October 31st, Halloween. Um, I know they just made the move from McCall Harmon and, and Kansas City's 10. Well, last year they were they got Kadarius Tony, and that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, do you see a move like that happening for the Chiefs? Talking to people around them, I think they're probably done in the sense that they've they've traded away a little bit of draft capital mm-hmm. and they just don't have a lot of cap space, right? I mean, I, I think. You know, you start moving around too much money, it gets a little bit dangerous because then it's like, all right, and now next year, now you're paying a higher salary to certain guys and maybe it precludes you from doing other things. Like, I think for the Chiefs right now, like, as much as justifiably, a lot of Chiefs fans have been like, hey, look, this offense, like, what's going on? They're third in the league in offense. I mean, they, and, and Mahomes is on pace almost 5,000 yards passing. I mean, they, they're moving the ball. I think the other thing that really is genuinely taking off a lot of pressure is Rice. I keep talking about him. I think it's true. Like that kid's development is changing their their situation because yeah. for so much of this year, you're looking at it going, all right, well, it's Kelsey and then what? Well, if, if Rice is even just a good, solid number two, it changes everything. Now the rest of these guys can fill a depth chart. It's like in baseball where you, you're like, man, we need a cleanup hitter, need a cleanup hitter. Now, now all of a sudden, like the Chiefs didn't need a cleanup hitter. They had that in Kelsey. They needed a leadoff guy. They need somebody to set the table. Rice is doing that. And the backs can all catch the ball. So – I don't think they're going to make another move. Look, if some team offers a, a trade that they, they're like, yeah, we can do that, then yeah, sure. But I don't I don't think they're going to just go out of there. Like, I don't think they're going to get in Hollywood Brown. I don't think something like that's going to happen. I think they're pretty content. And you know what, too? You could always wait around and see in December. There's always a veteran or two who gets cut. There's always a guy who says, hey, man, look, I'm in the last year of my deal. I want to go try to win a ring. Let me get out. Like the Chiefs guy years ago, Terrell Suggs. Where Suggs was in Arizona, they weren't going anywhere. They cut him. She's picked him up on waivers. Guy ends up starting in the Super Bowl. Like, that's the guy I'd look at more this year for them. Because that guy, at that point in the year, you're paying him nothing because it's a prorated salary, and you're not giving up any picks. That would be the addition I'd look for more than maybe at the deadline. Speaking of addition, do you think the whole Frank Clark thing was going to happen? Or you think they're just sitting back waiting? Or you think they're going to bring him back eventually? I think the general thought is that he wants to be in Kansas City. I mean, I think it's a pretty clear, like, look, he wants to be there. So talking to people around them, I think there's a, a feeling of there's no rush, but at some point it would be nice to get him back. Right. I could That's another, like, I could see the Chiefs sitting on this, going through the, the Germany game, the, and then, like, during the bye week being like, all right, like, let's bring him back, play him against Philly, go down the stretch. 
the hard part is they have so many good defensive linemen. It's right. like, who, who are you cutting? But you almost want him for, for no other reason, A, to help develop FAU, who did a great job developing Carl Office, and then B, the guy's Lawrence Taylor in the playoffs. Right. Like, nothing else. Just let him sit there and chill out and, and, and pay him to put his feet up, and then January, let him go get four sacks because it's what he does. So yeah. I think it's – I think it's more likely than not that they bring him back at some point. I just don't feel like they're in a big rush right now to do it because they, I, they know he wants to be there. So I don't think yeah. there's any huge, like, we got to go get him this second. And, you know, that's a good problem to have. You know, you bring him in, he's got that leadership uh, count thing to him. He's got a big voice in the locker room. Guys will listen to him. So, yeah, I, I say bring back the shark. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as the MVP race goes, I know Mahomes hasn't really had that great of a – you know, he hasn't started off like usually Mahomes starts off. Right. But after yesterday's game, you know, and not really nobody like really pulling away, do you have him at the top of the MVP race? You know, it's funny. I, I was on a radio before this, and, and I was asked that, and I get asked it every week. And, and last week I said I think Tua right now is a guy, but I didn't really have a strong feeling. I said, I, you know, you could pick a lot of guys right now, McCaffrey and you know, go on down the line. I, Mahomes has to be right now. He has to be. They're six and one. Mm-hmm. He he's got a, a pace right now 4,898 yards and thirty six touchdowns on a team that up until recently with Rice developing basically had Kelsey and a bunch of guys nobody's heard of, and he's on pace to do that. They're the best team at least in the AFC, if not the NFL right now. Um, I think it has to be Mahomes. I mean, if, if he throws. For five thousand yards and forty touchdowns, and they go fourteen and three, and they're the one seed. Who's beating them? Who's beating them out? What is the argument? I mean, well, listen, I, Tua's having a very good year. Tua also has a couple of tremendous receivers, and a scheme that really is tailored to him, which is fine. I mean, like, I mean, Mahomes had Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey for a ton of his career. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hertz has what eight touchdowns and eight picks. I mean, that that's not happening. Josh Allen, that's not happening. Joe Burrow. That's not happening. I'd like to point out Joe Burrow was my pick for MVP before the season started. So shout out to Joe Burrow's uh, calf, which is which is hurting us all. Uh, but like, who's the guy? I, I know everybody wants to always point to like McCaffrey. I'm sorry, it's quarterback award. Like it's yeah. just until proven otherwise. Like maybe if Tyree Kill goes out and has over 2,000 yards receiving, then like all right, maybe like if, if a position player gets over 2,000 yards, it's a, it's a real conversation. But otherwise. It's, it's probably the best quarterback. And right now, the best quarterback, both in general and in the moment, is Mahomes. Yeah, I agree. Clarence, who you got in, in, in the MVP race right now? That's tough because I haven't even started to think about it. But if I'm, if I'm compiling it, obviously 15 is at the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about uh, how, how everybody felt about the wide receiver room start of the year. Mm-hmm. And yet – the numbers show you why he deserves to be the MVP. You know what I mean? Without question, look what he had to endure and the question marks that everybody, everybody had about the wide receiver room outside of Travis. And yet still he's right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This, this is the reason why people outside of Kansas city, people who aren't Chiefs fans, this is why they get upset because they know he is the standard bearer to which every other quarterback needs to be measured. Like there is no yeah. question. There is absolutely yeah. no question. So yeah. yeah, you have to book him as the MVP unless yeah. something drastic happens, which Andy's not going to allow that to happen. 
You know, Pat won't allow that to happen. Yeah. How y'all feel about Lamar Jackson? Y'all think he's in the race? In the race? I mean, look, the, the problem is just the way they play. It makes yeah. not, not, it's changed a little bit here with, you know, with respect to Todd Monk coming in and being the OC. But, you know, he had a great game, an absolutely great game yesterday. One of the best games anybody's had all year long. Yeah. Uh, towards Detroit, you know, 38 to six, all that stuff. And Lamar deserves a lot of shine. The, the problem is, is that statistically speaking, you know, right now Lamar's 12th in passing yards is eight touchdowns and three picks. Like, it's just he's not going to throw for 5,000 yards like Mahomes is going to. He's not going to have the 35, 40 touchdowns. In the year he did, he was the MVP. He was unanimous MVP. Right. Um, you know, but that also is because he ran for, I think, like 1,200 yards that year. Yeah. It was wild. It's, it's just hard, as great as he is and as great as he's been, it's a stats-driven thing, and it's a record-driven thing. It's the Chiefs are the one seed. Mahomes is just out of this world, and he's one yards and two or, or in touchdown passes. Like, it's just so hard to vote against him. I mean, look, he is basically Michael Jordan right now. Yeah. Where you look at him and just go, yeah, that guy's the best player, period. Yeah. Right? Or like when LeBron was just in his stretch of, like, making the finals every year. You know, like, look, man, Paul George is great. He's not that guy. Like, sorry, that's that's where we are right now at Mahomes. But you just look at him and go, man, it's almost like if he plays well, he's the MVP of the league. Mm -hmm. And you just got to, like, is it just, is he going to get it or does some other narrative take over? But right now, he's the best player in football by a considerable margin. I got a question real quick. Go ahead, Uh, So, so Matt, do you think, take the, the Jets. I think it was maybe that that yeah it was the the pick against the Jets. Is it a game within a game for Pat where he's trying to find touch on certain passes because it looks like 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 in that game for it is a prime example. It, it it's not it, it didn't look like it was a situation where he was just you know throwing it to be irresponsible. More so, okay, I need to get some touch on certain throws, so let me perfect that now. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think. Look, I think sometimes with him, it's funny because his arm is always the thing everybody talks about how hard he can throw the football. But like, he's not the best deep ball thrower in the world. If there's yeah. one thing about that, like that's probably mm-hmm. the thing. You know, his accuracy's not always there, although he can throw the ball seventy yards. That's probably the thing that you look at now. When he when they had Tyree Kill, that was different because he had such a rapport with Hill, he could just drop mm-hmm. it. In. But like he and MVS, sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Same is true with Harden. I think you're right. Like there is a little bit of trying to kind of gauge it. And, and you almost see him like thinking about the throw when he throws it sometimes downfield to those guys. Where I think with Hill, it was like, look, that dude's just going to get it. I'm just going to throw this thing as far as I can and Tyreek's going to get down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is some of that. I, where Mahomes is, is the best baby I've ever seen in my life are those intermediate throws where he just will well the ball in there and it's right on some guy in stride with Mike McCarthy. You know, and it, it doesn't matter what the coverage is like. But I agree. I think there is a little bit when he throws the ball down the field, deep down the field, there is a little bit of feeling it out, trying to fit it in there. Um, and, and, and I think in that Jets game in particular, he'd be the first one to tell you. He just had a terrible night. But luckily they played well enough defensively to bail him out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a concern with someone? Because it seems like he'll have, like, 
these past few games, he's had one of those throws where it's just like, why'd you throw that? Like, <laughs> he'll throw it in double coverage. Or, you I, know. I did a little bit earlier. The more it's gone on, the more I think it's a little bit of him just being like, all right, look, I got to kind of figure out what I've got in these guys. And mm-hmm. if that means we throw a pick, like that, the pick with where he threw to Hardman. And mm-hmm. he ended up kind of saying Hardman actually did the right thing. He, he made a bad throw. Look, I think that's one of those things he looked at it and went, man, it's third down. I'm throwing this to 40 yards. If I get picked off, who cares? It's a punt. Like, I'm going to see what I've got here. I'm going to take a shot. And I know MVS was open on the play, get all that. You're not going to see him every time. But you know what? I think he just said, I'm going to take a chance here. And I'm going to throw this ball. And I'm going to see what happens. And even though it turned out to be a pick, that might be instructive for a game down the road. I mean, the Jets picks were different because those picks were, were ones that cost them points, especially the first one. Mm-hmm. The one against, you know, the, the one against Denver was a weird one where the ball got tipped. And it, okay, yeah. I mean, that look, that happens. Yeah. He was trying to throw the ball away and it got tipped. Mm-hmm. But the one against the Chargers, I don't mind them taking that throw. That's one of those, hey, look, man, I'm going to give you a shot. Let's see what happens. But no, I'm not. Like, I always say this about the Chiefs if Mahomes is your biggest concern, you don't have a concern. Right. Like, that, that's where you're at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> agree. <laughs> um, now, you look around the AFC and coming into the season, everybody was like, oh, the AFC conference is so vaunted because yep. of some of these quarterbacks, the Joe Burrows, the Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Yep. But then you look and get into the season and it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like there's no team, you know, you look around and say, oh, that team's scary. And if you do, they're on the NFC side with San Francisco and maybe the Eagles. And you're not going to see them unless you go to the Super Bowl. So is that who in the AFC is like, a team is like, oh, they're a contender and they're scary. Well, look, Miami, I know they have this whole thing like they haven't beaten anybody, but you got to respect them. I mean, they they have tons of speed. And McDaniel's a good coach. Uh, and they're going to get Ramsey back here maybe even this week, if not probably for the Chiefs game. And so Ramsey, look, I don't think Ramsey fixes all their defensive issues, but, like, it'll help. I mean, he's a good player. Um, I would say right now, Baltimore you have to respect. Now, Baltimore, it's, it's, a, it's a yin and yang. Like, on one hand, they never win anything in the playoffs, ever. They get in the playoffs, they, they fall apart. But very well coached, got a very good quarterback, and they lead the league in sacks. That's a recipe to go deep in the playoffs. Jacksonville, I think, is a good team. The problem, I just don't know that Jacksonville is to that caliber yet. I mean, they played the Chiefs three times in the last calendar year, and Chiefs beat them all three times. Um, and, and frankly, pretty easily in most of those games. The one game that was close was a game where Mahomes got hurt, and I think the Chiefs would have hung about 45 on him if Mahomes didn't get hurt in that game. Right. You know, I, I think the main teams right now, Miami and then Baltimore to an extent, and then tell me about, like, does, does Cincinnati, do they get healthy? Does Burrow get healthy? Because mm-hmm. if he gets healthy, I still think they're the most dangerous team to Kansas City and the AFC. Okay. If he doesn't, I mean, he's the bottom five quarterback in the league this year so far. So that's a huge question. Buffalo, it all depends what day you get them on. If you <laughs> get them when they're really humming, mm-hmm. they can they can beat anybody. Yeah, but you could also catch them in a day like like the Chiefs play them in December. I would not be surprised if that's a one score game, last two minutes, see who wins. Yeah. I would not be surprised if Chiefs beat them thirty eight to ten. I, I just, I I think the Milano injury is so much bigger than most people realize. I agree. Like man, as much as it, and I feel awful for Tre'Davious White, man, great dude, worked his ass to get back, and then he closes mm. Achilles. The Milano injury, they mm. he does everything in that defense, mm-hmm. everything. To lose that guy, there's a reason Mac Jones went 25 to 30 yesterday. 
just carve them up. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't know defensively. Like, when they play really good offenses, that's going to get exposed. You know, when they play Baltimore and Kansas City and Miami again and Cincinnati's right, like, you're going to see good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, just relentlessly tearing them up on the back end of that defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could see Travis Kelsey having a great day <laughs> against Buffalo without Matt Milano for sure. So, yeah, uh, it's just like it seems like Buffalo plays to the level they can. You know, I know Kansas City was caught doing that too, but they play to the level of their competition. Like when they, like you said, they play Dolphins and they, you know, uh-huh. what I'm saying they, they blow them out. But then they play the Giants, and then they play New England. It's like it's like they forgot how to play football all of a sudden. It's just yeah. I don't that, know. That is the one thing with Buffalo, and this has been a year. Like this has been going on now for years. Like they've lost to yeah. Zach Wilson years in a row. They lost to Urban Meyer a couple of years ago. I mean that that takes some doing to lose to Urban Meyer. Okay, at the NFL level, you lost to Urban Meyer. You didn't score a touchdown. Um, you know, and I know a lot of Bills fans will say, well, hey, man, the Chiefs, the Texans game went to overtime last year, you know, or the Broncos games. Here's the difference. They win those games. Mm-hmm. They win them. Yeah. The Chiefs will give you a heart attack. They do. They'll put you through the ringer in some game that you think they should win by 20 points. But other than that weird Colts game, and usually most teams have one game in a year where that just happens. You have some right. weird game. The Chiefs don't lose those games. They bury those teams. Like, they, 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 may, they may play with their food for 55 minutes, but, like, they win the game. Buffalo loses some of those games. They lost to Zach Wilson. They lost to Mac Jones and the Patriots. Like, and the worst part to me about those games, those are divisional games. Yeah. How do you lose two games like that in your division? I mean, I don't like I, I looked this up the other day. Mahomes has now started 32 games against AFC West opponents. He is 29 and 3. They just bury these teams. I mean, I I can't ever remember the Chiefs in a division race where I looked at the race after week seven. Mm -hmm. I mean, they might as well sprint the banner. Now it's just about what they do. Right. It's crazy, but it's because they just rush these teams in the division every year. Do you think Sean McDermott is going to be on the hot seat after this? I think he's going to, if they go, you know, nine, eight, 10 and seven, something like that. And they don't want a playoff game. I think there will be a lot of talk about it. They did just extend him. So I think that kind of, mute some of it, but look, let's put it this way. I don't think he's going to get fired. I do think if that scenario plays out, you're going to have a lot of people in Buffalo saying, hey, man, like it is a short leash. The thing with Buffalo that's tough, they've not drafted particularly well the last four years. And when you don't draft very well, you get old and you get expensive. And the Bills are old and they're they're way over the cap for next year already. And they got a bunch of guys. I mean, you look at that team, guys who either are 30-plus or are going to be next year. Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morris, Micah Hyde, Von Miller, Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White. I might be 29. I have to double-check them. But Tredavious White now obviously coming off two very serious injuries, lower body. Milano. I mean, you're talking about – like, these are real guys. Diggs going to be 30. Like, they're old and they're expensive and they're going in the wrong direction. And I just – look, at some point, man, you cannot draft for a few years and it doesn't catch up to you right away because you drafted good earlier. You kind of get away with it. If you don't draft well for two, three, four years in a row, at some point, that's coming home. I mean, it just is. And right now for the Bills, it is coming home to roost. By the way, they just announced Dawson Knox needs wrist surgery. He's out indefinitely. So they are are going through it right now in Buffalo. It is. It is. And they traded away – what's his name? Edmonds? Mm-hmm. The middle linebacker oh, yeah. they traded him away to, to yeah, yeah, to Chicago. 
Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, that All was... right, before we get you out of here, Matt, um, who are your players of the game? I thought of Menahu. And then obviously mm-hmm. on offense, Kelsey and, and Mahomes. And, and the last thing I'd say, the tackles. The tackles did a great job. I mean, the Chargers were – I mean, their, their pass rush was a rumor in that game. They did nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, man, man, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Uh Thank you, man. I know you're, like I said, I know you're a busy man. So thank you yeah, for taking yeah. the time out, man, and coming thanks on for your the time, time, man. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. Have now. a good one. Enjoy your Monday. All right, brother. That was a good one right there. Good interview yeah, right there, man. Yeah. Like I said, appreciate him coming on the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get out of here, man, what was your thoughts on yesterday's, like, just not just the Chiefs game, but just the NFL period? Uh, well, like like we talked about weeks ago, man, you, I mean, you point out uh, a high-scoring game like Chiefs put out, like last one was Chicago, right? So, it, but but at the same time, yeah, it, w- it was against a, t- a struggling team, but you still have to take care of business, right? Mm-hmm. So you go to this week, it's a division game, which they only hung 19 on Denver, and, and for them to score that 31 and Pat looked like Pat and Travis and Rasheed and even Scott Moore caught a couple passes yesterday. MVS showed up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're getting it together. Um, which I mean, they're finding this now because they got a Buffalo that they're gonna have to play. They got a Cincinnati that they gotta play. You know what I mean? They got a Philly that they gotta play. You know what I'm saying? Like them them are them are are, are measuring sticks to which they want to say, okay, this is why we, we run the AFC. And if we see y'all in the Super Bowl, this is why we're going to whoop y'all again. You know what I'm saying? So I think everything looked great yesterday from that standpoint. I mean, you talk about that New England game. Look, I felt like New England was going to beat them just off of the strength that it was a division game. They know Buffalo. They know Josh Allen. They know Stefan. You know what I'm saying? No Matt Milano. You know what I'm saying? Like all these components, and you giving that to Bill Belichick in his house. You know what I mean? That that make it difficult. And Philly just showed yeah, what dominating the line of scrimmage will do. You know what I mean? Like Hassan Reddick for Philly last night. Like he's three yards in the backfield before anybody even touches him. And you're talking about all that jet action motion with Reek and all of this, and it still don't matter. Miami still can't find a run game. Like they miss your boy. Good teams, yeah. Good teams are 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 showing you why they're good teams. And 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 you're starting to see that gap already start to happen, which is something we don't normally get until late November, you know what I'm saying? And now we're starting to see that gap starting to wide out. I'm interested to see who starts getting hot in November and who falls off. You know what yeah, I mean? You know I, what's going to happen. Right, because I agree with Matt. Like, as much trash as we talk about Bengals, it Burroughs does get healthy. Yeah. That team starts rolling. Like, yeah. they, they can make a run. They yeah. definitely can make a yeah. run. Um, And they can give 
you know, team some problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I actually want them to be healthy for the uh yeah. <laughs> for the New Year's Eve game because I don't yeah. want no excuse. For real, for real. No excuse. Oh, for real, for real. Like for real, for I want real. him to be healthy. So yeah, and it looks like he's starting to get a little healthy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? From the last game, they're coming off. The he Higgins week. was back. Yeah. yeah, they're coming off the bye week, so he should be you know ready to go. Mm-hmm. We'll see how they look off of the bye. Um, Baltimore is the one of the most interesting teams to me because they kind of had a slow start like us offensively. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they were kind of up and down. And then yesterday, lo and behold, when we put it together, they put mm-hmm. it together against yeah. a very good Detroit yeah. Lions. They like, don't yeah. take that. Like I just think Detroit yeah. was missing Montgomery yesterday, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying that pound that running game that was just mm-hmm. it was not mm-hmm. there. So they mm-hmm. couldn't really they couldn't really get nothing going offensively, but um. I knew Detroit was in trouble when Odell caught a deep pass. It was like a, a 15, 17-yard pass, something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, this this about to be ugly. Y'all let Odell get the ball on y'all, man. Come on. Yeah. It's about to be a wrap. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because Odell. Man, he, he, bad. He, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Because I kept bad. looking up at the score, and I'm like, yeah. damn, it's 28 to yeah. zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. What happened? Detroit yeah, going to show up today? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> they got swarmed quick, man. Hey, hey, no yeah, go Chiefs. Yes, yes, North yes. Thank you for watching, Sherry. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a weird day. And then the the Browns and Deshaun Watson is done, man. It's over. I tried so? to I tried to hold out hope, man. man. I, just, I don't like what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it, it's the shoulder, man. Maybe you know maybe that mean? shoulder is hurting more than what I you know mm-hmm. than they're putting on, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe he just needs to sit out mm-hmm. <laughs> for the season. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. how bad that shoulder is, but yeah, it don't look the same, man. No. Even when he was out, like the games when he started, it just it do not look the same. Like yeah. he that last year with the Texans. Yeah, outside of Patrick Mahomes and maybe yeah. Brady, yeah, he Sean led the league in passing yards that year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sean Watson was probably the third best quarterback in yeah. the league. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and it's just like now you look at him and it's just like I don't know if it's Cleveland. <laughs> I don't know if the Cleveland got on him or whatever. Right. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to the Browns, but I mean, it, it, if they if they keep it as close as they can. With that defense, oh, the defense. Miles Garrett is my defensive player of the year right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, like he wrecking everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They could find themselves on the back end of, of of a wild card spot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And who knows? You you let him sit four to five weeks and let that shoulder heal, so he can at least absorb falling on the ground, like. He comes back the first of December and they business as usual. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He just and it's not like I don't know. I don't think he needs to be like superhero great like he was yeah. in Texas. He just yeah. needs to be solid with that defense. He needs to be you know, available. <laughs> I know Nick Chubbs is, is was a you know a big blow to them. Like mm-hmm. he was their best player on yeah. offense. Yeah, but you still got Amari Cooper out there. You still yeah. got Elijah Moore. You still yeah. got Peoples out yeah. there, like and Joku, yeah. like you know, Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt. I think Cream Hunt starting to get his legs underneath him a little to, bit. To but. his or or in his defense, he played in probably one of the most physical games of the year 
when they went to Pittsburgh. Like that, that was, that's the, that's the game Chubb got hurt in. Like mm-hmm. they couldn't pass block for nothing in that game. No, they couldn't. Uh, his offensive line let him down. And, they, and uh, Highsmith was just eating. Killing them. Every yep. passing down. Mm-hmm. Every passing down. They in the backfield. Like that's it was bad. The game. Yeah, it was bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, in his defense, like – he did get whooped on by Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh whooped on him, man. It was I felt bad for him. Like he can't even make a three-step drop. He can't do nothing. Like they was just right there all game. It was physical. It was nasty, man. Like, and then the Dolphins. I, I said this on my other pod. I said the Dolphins. Y'all need home field advantage more than anybody in the AFC. Because mm. y'all got going the road. I don't know. <laughs> you went to the road. You you lost to Buffalo on the road. You went to the Eagles, even though there was some like if Tyree doesn't drop that pass last night, and but they still was, got that know, touchdown right back. You know, yeah, yeah, true. And then the face mask thing, they didn't call mm-hmm. it, but calls get missed all the time. You know, what I'm saying yep. it is what it is. Yep. That's football. But <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. don't know, man. They had three offensive linemen out too. Yeah, you know true, true. But Maybe. I mean, it is what it is. Fire so yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah. Vrabel gets fired? No, I th- I think he's a made nah. man, dog. I think Vrabel's a made yeah. man. I just think he's one yeah. of those guys like Tomlin. They're just made yeah. men. You know what I'm saying? And they just I, I, I think they'll they'll either move on from the coordinator or Derrick Henry might get shopped. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, maybe think- it's time. I think they, you know what I mean? Maybe it's time. I, I think they just rebuild. Yeah, and if I Vrabel mean, doesn't want now, if Vrabel, anyway. now if Vrabel doesn't want to rebuild, then I can see them parting ways more a mutual right. thing. Like, right. you know what? Uh, y'all need to just get another coach in here because I don't want to rebuild. Right. Um, when well, you see them letting go of Kevin Byard, like that's him yeah. being on board with it and signing yeah. off because that's his, that's his side of the ball. That's that's yeah. him, that defense. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that that they went from playing for first place to going overseas, getting smacked to, all right, let's start preparing for the future. Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, too. Like, yeah. They about to put your boy Will Levis out there. See what you got. Why not? Let them take these bumps. (laughs) Let them take these bumps. (laughs) Let them get whooped on. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah. You know, Indy said they they QB. You know what I mean? You got to contend with Houston playing good football in Jacksonville. So why not let them let them let them figure it out? You think we need to make a move at the trade deadline? No, nah, you got everything you want. I don't think we need nothing on the defensive side. I think mm. we're good. I, I agree with Matt. I don't think we have many weaknesses. If you were to point out a weakness, it would be the safeties. That would be our biggest glare. Like that would be the only weakness. And I don't even think that. I think when they're on point, our safeties mm-hmm. are still good. I think when Justin mm-hmm. Reed is focused, I think mm-hmm. he's, sometimes I just think he has a brain for for like yeah. that that Josh Joshua Kelly run. If he just yeah. steps up in the hole and hits him. That's yeah. not a touchdown, but he just yeah. kind of stood there and just let dude run past him. And yeah. just like, what are you doing? And then even on yeah. that Joshua, uh, what's the uh, the um, what's the receiver name? A uh, Palmer, uh, not Palmer, Palmer. Uh, uh, that deep pass that he caught. Yeah, that yeah. was on. That was on Cook. Cook got turned yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> 
and dude yeah. was just wide open, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he still made the tackle. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we'll be fine. I think offensively, yeah, I, I think the offense is going to start rolling now. I think they finally got their three guys that they trust. MVS, Rishi Rice, of course with Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and then you just mix and match with – you know, Sky sometimes, Tony sometimes, Miko. I think Miko will move up on the depth chart because yeah, he knows the absolutely. offense. And he absolutely. has that trust with Patrick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then you mm-hmm. might mix in maybe down the road, Justin Ross. Because even in um, today's press with uh, Andy Reid, he even, they even asked him, oh, he got more snaps, you know, this week. He was like, well, we got to see what the kid can do. You know what I'm saying? And the only way to do that <laughs> is to give him more snaps. So, Hopefully that's an indication that you know Andy's about to you know use the use the Joshua John, I mean Justin Ross. Yeah, I I don't see them changing anything because uh, like Andy is that is that type of dude. You know what I mean? Like when he get that starting five that O line, mm-hmm. that's it. You know that's what I'm it. saying? Like and, and even if they were to bring in somebody like you. You can't really expect them to come in and be an impact guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not in the club, you're not in the club. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 the train's moving. Like they set. You know what I mean? Like we gonna we gonna live and die with what we got. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it's unnecessary when you have youth at that wide receiver position to go out and pick up a D hop or listen. They're young at that wide receiver position. And now we're starting to pay dividends. You know what I'm saying? Pat can depend on Rasheed a little bit. You know what I mean? We're going to see the flashes from Justin. You know what I mean? Like everything is starting to click and starting to mesh together perfectly. And you still got Jarek McKenna. Now, I will say, you know, if you can find something to move that dude that's in the backfield that, (laughs) you know what I mean? What's his name? Bombs with Glide. What's his name? Bombs with Glide. No, what's his name? What's his real name? (laughs) I ain't saying his name, buddy. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like. Does he wear the number 25? He does. He does. (laughs) And he runs right into the guard's ass. He does. (laughs) Every run. Oh, oh, my bad. Excuse me. No, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? He runs right into the guard's ass. You know, I I don't get it. Yesterday, Clyde had a rough one. Yesterday, it, it, yeah, it was rough. One. How you drop a ball coming out the backfield? <laughs> How you drop that? <laughs> How you drop that? Right, to lucky it wasn't a fumble, man. And then he dropped it and he didn't even turn around to go back to get it. He just looked at it like, Oh, well, I guess I didn't catch that one. Like, turn around, <laughs> jump on the ball, fool, before they call the fumble. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Go, go sit on it. Go sit down, man. Just go sit down. Get on the bench. Get on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Just Get go sit down, man. Go sit down. Sit down. Don't stand up and be happy. Go sit down. I think yeah. the Chiefs are good. I agree. I agree. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah I think play. they're good, too. Uh, you know, if it was a couple weeks ago, <laughs> right. I'd be like, man, right. let's go get somebody. Right. But now, yeah. I think we're all right, man. I think yeah, we're fine. Yeah, they're good. I think we're they're fine. good. We'll be we'll be back in the AFC championship game. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's, it's looking like that. You know, God yeah. willing, no injuries and nothing yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And hopefully, Nick Bolton, speedy recovery, man. It sucks that you know what I'm saying. You was mm-hmm. you one of you know you one of our favorite players, man. We always it's been a, it's been a hard season so for him, man. 
It's been yes. a hard season. It's been a season of adversity for him, man. It is. So, yes. And thank you know God. I mean? Say what you want about Brett Veach. Yeah. You better thank his your lucky yeah. stars. Yeah. That he went and got Drew Tranquil. You better yeah. be lucky yeah. that he got Drew Tranquil yeah. to be the backup. Because we would have been asking Leo Chanel to play pass, and that's not his strong suit. He dope against the run, though. No, I agree, Brian. That's the that's the only like real liability on our team is against good tight ends. Yeah, yeah, you know I agree though. I think we'll be all right though. Mm-hmm. I think I think Justin Reed and, and Brian Cook and I, you know I like Edwards. 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 He almost had, Edwards he almost had a pick yesterday. Listen, Edwards is the X factor. Like yeah. I guarantee you, he will probably come up clutch against Cincy and. You'll never see it coming. Like he'll be the one to pick out Burrow. Yeah, it'll be him. Yeah. I would rather him guard like Ty he's a ball hog, dog. Yeah, he a ball hog. He is a ball hog. Yeah, man. All right, man. Who's your players of the game? Uh, offensively, I'll go with I'll go with Patty. You know, fifteen. Uh, defensively. I got to give it to a minute you. Yeah. You know, coming back uh, and impacting the game like that. Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Trav. And uh, defensively, since you already, I, I'm, you know what, on defense, I'm going to give it to the secondary. I'm going to give it to the secondary, man. You could have gave it to a minute you too. He can do like, like, but he can get know, full support, man. We can give him full support. He got to be different. Mean, of course, a mini you is the defense player of the game. Insane. But I'm just saying, Chris. In the second half, <laughs> this job that the, the, the corners did hold on. on Keenan Allen. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. How do they how do they get to the point that they could do a good job on Keenan Allen without right. pressure up front? You right. Huh? You right. Huh? Come on, I'm Chris. Just saying, man. You know I'm gonna show love <laughs> to these corners, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, they bought <laughs> Let me read something to you real quick before we get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Where is that? Against number one wide receivers this year, the only person who had a decent game was Amara St. Brown. Mm -hmm. Six catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. That was the best. Mm -hmm. Calvin Ridley, two catches, 32 yards. DJ Moore, three catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown. That was in garbage time. Garrett Wilson, six catches, 60 yards. Justin Jefferson, three catches, 28 yards. Yes, he did not finish the fourth quarter, but going into the fourth quarter, he had three catches and 28 right. yards. Right. Cortland Sutherland, four catches, 46 on, yards, man. and a touchdown. Why you and, that, and and but that touchdown was like he had to do he had to listen. Why you bring up Cortland Sutton? Cortland Sutton shouldn't even be included in that. Like, stop. Stop. Well, I can't talk about Jerry Judy. He had two catches and 14 yards. I mean, you you could just gloss over Denver's whole stats, (laughs) nobody cares. And then Keenan Allen had four catches and 55 yards. Yeah, yeah. I'm hey, listen, I'm not knocking. What they doing? Like it, it's, not, it's a masterclass. Yeah. I mean, that secondary putting on a masterclass for the entire league, not just for the AFC, but for the entire league. It, it's it's funny to see how Philly's defense is trending and is dominant, and the Chiefs' defense is trending and dominant. It, it, it's it's good to see them parallels. Like I can't wait for that game. Like 
The line of scrimmage battles are going to be insane in that game. Insane. I can't wait for that game, too. <sighs> I'm trying to think, so I do a, should we do a live broadcast? <sighs> no, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. For that one, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a that's a huge one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's we'll huge, see. bro. All right, bro. Let's go ahead and land this thing. Another great show in the books. Let's give a shout out to our sponsor. If it would just come up. It's up. I'm looking at it. Glitch energy drinks, baby. If you're a gamer, you like to work out, you know, you're in the sports, you like, you know, moving around, get some good energy, go to glitchenergydrinks.com. You know what I'm saying? Get you some good, they got some good powder energy drinks you can purchase, supplements, things of that nature. Once you purchase something, hit that promo code, man, Pod. You get 10% off. We saving you money. We saving you money, you know what I'm saying? That's but you got more money to buy another game. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Spider Man Two, Call of Duty, Two K, whatever. Whatever, whatever your poison, whatever your yeah. vice is when it comes yeah. to gaming, you yeah. go ahead and do that. If you want, if you just working out, whatever. I might add. You know what? I know that was a dig towards me. I know it was a dig towards me. That's all right. That's all right. It's love, brother. It's love, brother. I'm your brother. And if you look down at the bottom, you see the link emqpodcast.com slash locker dash room. If you click on that link, you see the locker room access of all the podcasts under the Every Morning Quarterback umbrella. They got a Patriots one who got a dub yesterday. They got the 49ers one probably going to get a dub tonight. And they got us. Arrowhead Chief Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We got the dub yesterday, too. So go ahead and click on our banner. You'll see all of our episodes from the past to the recent ones. Go ahead and do that. Also, subscribe. Hit that like button. Yeah, Hit the notification yeah, yeah, yeah. button. Because we're giving you two shows a week now, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Joe, That's you nice. been gone, man. We doing yeah. two shows a week, Joe. Yeah, So we Joe. need you. Friday, yeah. we missed you on Friday, man. Yeah, we man. We had you. a good show, too, Friday, Joe. Yeah, Joe. We need mm-hmm. you, baby. I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad. No, we're not Hollywood. Okay. No, no, no. We're not Hollywood. No, no, I'm no. Glad you're healthy. I'm, I'm glad you're back. Shout out to Joe. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. need you, Joe, on Friday, yeah. man. Yeah. We need that. We need that hype, man. man. You're our mascot. Right after SmackDown, come on over, man. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and do it. But go ahead and check out uh, Every Morning Quarterback. They got you know their own YouTube channel. They talk about everything league wide. You know what I'm saying? They usually give you betting tips, college football they talk about. So go on, check them out. And shout out to them every morning quarterback. And whatever streaming platform you use, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, you know, Amazon, whatever you use to listen to your podcast, Arrowhead Cheap Podcast is on there. And follow us, social media, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Twitch, you know what I'm saying? Threads, you you on threads, you know what I'm saying? All of them, you know what I'm saying? Except for Snapchat, don't do Snapchat. You stay away from Snapchat. There's some things on Snapchat. Well, Twitter ain't no better, but (laughs) some things on Snapchat you don't want to see. But yeah, go ahead and follow us. We'll follow you back because what is our motto, Clint? 
We not Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. We not Hollywood at I'm all. I'm waiting on it, Joe. Where you at, Joe? Come on. He, he already said it. He said it. He said it. No, he said we Hollywood. Oh, man. Hollywood. See, he messed up. He did okay, it. there you go. Uh, right. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, man, follow us. We'll follow you back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to give you the best chief content we want trying to give you. So hit us up, man. Give us feedback, critiques. Just talk to us nice. You know what I'm saying? Don't come at us raw. You know what I'm saying? Come at us, you know, nice. You know what I'm saying? Respectful. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No. We got a problem with something Clarence said, I said, Ty when he's on, Mark when he's on. You know what I'm saying? You got a problem with one of us? Holler at us, man. Just be nice. We, we're very approachable men. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But so we human beings, so talk to us yeah. nice. So hit us up, give us you know feedback, we topics y'all want to <laughs> chiefs, chiefs, chiefs topics that y'all want to talk about, whatever you know, anything NFL too, you know, we'll bring it up. Hit us up, man. So, all right, y'all. Until next time, we out. We go.